know, last uh, Sunday we began a new series, There's No Other Name. Because Acts 4.12 says, There's no other name under heaven whereby men can be saved. And you know what that name is? It's the name of Jesus. He's the only one that can save us. And why? Because He's the only one qualified. He's the only one that can claim that He was dead, buried, but He rose again. And He's the only one that was tempted just like we are in every way, yet never sinned. Therefore, He was qualified to be the sacrifice needed to redeem us from our sins. And so there's no other name. And last week we looked at the name of Jesus, the Deliverer. I shared with you that there is a, a, a Bible, uh, it would be a Bible aid called Cruden's Concordance that points out that there are over 190 names or titles uh, connected to the person of Jesus. And last week we looked at the Deliverer. Today I want to focus on another name or title that is connected to Jesus. It's the Lion of the Tribe of Judah. The Lion of the Tribe of Judah. And CWC Life Family, I've got an announcement to make. There is a lion in our midst. There is a lion in our midst. His name is Jesus. And He's ready to roar. And He's ready to spring. And He's ready to pounce on your problem. Aren't you glad for that? There is a lion in our midst. And we're going to believe today that He is going to rise up. He's going to roar. He's going to spring forth. He's going to pounce. Amen? We're looking at Revelation chapter 5, beginning with verse 1 down to verse 5. Revelation chapter 5, beginning with verse 1 down to verse 5. It says, And I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll, written inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy? to open the scroll and to loose its seals. And no one, another version says, and no man in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. John then says, so I wept much because no one or no man was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. In this chapter of the final book of the Bible, John is receiving revelation of things to come. How many of you know that there is something a-coming. There is something (laughs) a-coming. Something is on the way. And we see that John, he got a view into what's going to happen. Things not only concerning the church, but also the end of time itself as we know it. In verse 1, he mentions a book. What's so special? about this book it describes how this world is going to be judged and it gives us a picture of how good is going to ultimately triumph over evil 
And then in verses 2 and 3, an angel, the Bible calls him a strong angel, cries out and says, Who is worthy to open the book? Who is worthy to loosen the seals? And then you noted that John said that he wept much. He wept a lot. He cried a lot. Why? Because he said he heard that there was no one, no man worthy to open the book. Notice that phrase, no one, no man. CWC Life, I know of one this morning that can do what no man can do. I know of one this morning who can do what no man can do with men it's impossible but with god all things are possible and the good news is jesus the word became flesh according to john chapter one and he dwelt in our neighborhood he dwelt in our world he came and the word became flesh he became part of our humanness but understand that even though he became part of our humanness he never lost his divinity he continued to be God in the flesh he was the God man so I'm talking about one that feels what you feel but more than feels what you feel he can get you out of what has brought you to that point of heartache that point of pain in your life he can deliver you because he's more than a man he's the God man and he is worthy to be praised he is worthy to be trusted today while John is weeping While he is broken in spirit, for he feels no one can do what needs to be done. One of the elders places his hand upon his shoulder and says, Do not weep. Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed. In other words, there's no need to weep anymore, John, for there is a lion in our midst. Church, there is a lion in our midst today. I want to share with you today, I want to bring out three things about this lion. The first thing I want to share about is the covering of the lion. The covering of the lion. The title, Lion of the Tribe of Judah. It goes back to Jacob's final blessing of his sons before his death. It is... In that blessing that he calls Judah a lion's whelp, which means a young lion. We see this in Genesis 49 and verse 9. Genesis 49 and verse 9, where the scripture says, Judah is a lion's whelp. From the prey, my son, you have gone up. He bows down. He lies down as a lion. And as a lion... Who shall rouse him or stir him up? Many of the modern day Jews, as well as some biblical commentaries, believe that some coat of arms was painted upon each tribe, standard, flag, banner, which had reference to the blessing that they had received. So you'd have the 12 tribes of Israel. And each one identified each tribe. Each of these coat of arms or symbols identified each tribe. 
Judah had on their flag, their banner, their standard, a lion. Dan, the tribe of Dan, had a serpent. Nathalie, a hind or a female deer, and Benjamin, a wolf. So every tribe had its own standard, a banner on a pole. The whole encampment of Israel at Sinai was organized. And each tribe assigned its place in which to march and to camp. The leadership of Judah among the tribes was prophesied by Jacob. And his tribe, Judah's tribe, was assigned first place in the order of marching. What a sight it must have been when the enemies of God's people would watch as God's people were marching out of the camp and moving ahead. They would see in front of the tribes, the first tribe, Judah, and there would be several of the men of the tribe that would have different flags lifted up, but each flag bore the same insignia. It was that of a lion. It was that of a lion. Can you see the enemies of God having to recognize that there's a tribe coming? It's a lion. They are marching underneath the banner of the lion. They are marching underneath the covering of the lion. Listen, the word cover means to place something over or upon. But it also means to protect or to shield. As I think of the tribe of Judah marching under the banner of the lion that ultimately pointed to what John would see in the book of Revelation, the lion of the tribe of Judah, to Jesus himself. I'm reminded of the words of the scripture found in Isaiah 59, verse 19, where the Bible says in Isaiah 59, verse 19, so shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. What I believe this is saying to you and I is that the enemy of our soul rises up against us like a flood to wash away our faith, our trust, our hopes, and our dreams. But there is one in the midst of that that is going to lift up a standard, a holy banner. And on that holy banner is the covering, the protection of the blood of Jesus. And whenever that banner is lifted up, that means to the devil, this is as far as you can come. You can't trespass anymore. You can't go any further. Why? Because the blood of that banner defeated him at the cross. Oh! It's the blood of the lion of the tribe of Judah. And so when you feel overwhelmed, when you feel overcome by your circumstance, by the challenge, by the pressure that has come upon your life, I want you to know you are not going to be there forever because there is one who is your helper, the Holy Spirit, and he's going to raise up the banner of the lion of the tribe of Judah and cover you. CWC, life, family, and friends, let us rejoice. There is a lion in our midst. 
He who delivered can still deliver. He who has saved can still save. He who has healed can still heal. The Lion of the tribe of Judah. And what did John say? There is no man able to open the seals. I want to say to you, when it seems there is no man who is able to bring you help when you feel helpless and hopeless, when it seems no man can give you strength when all your strength is gone, it is then you mustn't fear, but instead you must understand that there is a hand of the Lord coming upon you to say to you, my son, my daughter, do not weep, do not fear, do not be troubled, because Jesus, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, He has prevailed and He is for you. Do you see the blood? Do you see the covering? It's the lion of the tribe of Judah. His banner is over you. Recall to mind in those moments when you're in your trial, trouble, facing temptation, or in the midst of tribulation. Recall to mind Psalm 91.1. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Are you aware that this word secret in this scripture in the Hebrew means covering as well? It means covering, shelter. So it can read this way. He that sets down in the covering place will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. You need rest today because your soul is in torment. You're troubled within that I want to say to you, set yourself under the covering of the banner of the line of the tribe of Judah and you will be at rest under the shadow of the Almighty. That name Almighty means the one who is more than enough, the one who is sufficient, the one who is more than enough. Where you are deficient, He is sufficient. That's why the psalmist goes on to say what he said in verse 2. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. But then you look in Exodus 17. God revealed Himself by another name to His people. He says to Moses, I am the Lord your banner. I am the Lord your standard. I am the Lord your flag. I am Jehovah Nisi. He he revealed himself in that form, in that name. After we see that the people of God were in the battlefield against the Amalekites. And God said, you will be fighting the Amalekites from generation to generation. And it is in that context that God says, from generation to generation, I will be the Lord, the banner, the flag, the standard of his people. This is why I am at peace concerning my children. 
children and my children's children and my children's children 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 because no matter what they will face in their generation the God that has been the Lord my banner says I'm going to be their banner I'm going to be their victory I'm going to be their triumph I'm going to be their protection I'm going to be their covering I'm going to be their shield I'm going to be their fortress I'm going to be their stronghold I'm going to be their rock I'm going to be their deliverer church we got a reason in the midst of our fight not to quit because we are the victorious one the Lord is our banner Woo! now the second thing I want to bring out is there is a comfort of the lion there is a comfort of the lion John weeping when all of a sudden someone says do not weep weep not these are words of comfort Jesus himself used these same words expressing them to a widow the widow of Nain in Luke chapter 7 she was marching along with the processional that was being led by the casket born in which her son was laid upon he was dead and Jesus saw this funeral procession in process and he goes up to the casket the Bible says he touched it he touched it and he says to the mom do not weep and then we see the same thing occur when Jairus had come to Jesus asking him to come to his house to pray for his daughter who was sick unto death and we know the story in Luke 8 that Jesus was held up by the woman with the issue of blood and then by the time that he and Jairus arrived to Jairus's home the daughter has gone from being deathly sick to actually dying and Jesus shows up where this daughter of Jairus is at and there are people weeping and then Jesus says do not weep she's asleep she's not dead she's asleep and they started laughing and mocking we know she's dead but they didn't understand what Jesus was saying he was saying she's asleep because for Jesus her condition was temporary she could now be awakened her condition wasn't permanent that's why he said she's asleep she's not dead she's not in this state permanently she's asleep she can be awakened ha I want you to understand whatever you're going through it's not your end it's temporary there's one that is greater that can bring forth deliverance and what you think is your finish your end my friend he is the lion of the tribe of Judah and he's saying to you don't weep quit crying do not weep I've got you I'm with you I can make things better CWC Life family and friends, here's a friendly reminder. The one that brought us through the last trial can bring us through this one. The one that brought us through the last trial can bring us through this one.
as I look into the scriptures, I find there are four places that a lion uses for a habitation. According to Jeremiah 4, 7, the lion uses the thickets as a habitation. Jeremiah 4, 7, the thickets. And Jeremiah 5, 6, he uses the forest for a habitation. And in Isaiah 30, verse 6, he also ha- dwells in the desert. And in Song of Solomon, chapter 4, verse 8, the lion uses the mountain as a habitation. In the thickets, generally, thorns and stickers are found in the thickets. Meaning that no matter what direction you go in the thickets, there is, there is pain in every direction. And in the forest, sometimes you can't see the forest because of the trees. It's in the forest, it's easy to get turned around and lost and confused and not understanding where you're at and why you're where you're at. In the desert, it's a place where no water, dry, it's where you experience the heat of the sun bearing down on you. And then on the mountain, it's a place where you can see where you have been and where you're going. So I want to say to you today, if you're in the thickets, If you're in the midst of pain, if you're in the midst of experiencing heartache in your life, if you're feeling pain in your body, the lion of the tribe of Judah is with you. He hasn't abandoned you. He's there with you and he's there for you. Some of you may feel like, but pastor, I'm in the forest. I'm confused. I don't understand. I don't know where I'm going. Well, I want to remind you, you're not lost. You are found. You are part of his family. You are part of his tribe. Therefore, you can be assured that in spite of the confusion, he's going to order your steps and he's going to walk with you through the forest you're going to make it through because the lion of the tribe of judah is with you some of you are facing the heat of the battle in the desert but you're not alone he's going to turn that place of weeping into a place of refreshment he's there with you and on the mountain ah the mountain is a place of victory he is there wherever you're at whatever you're going through in life The lion of the tribe of Judah is saying to you, Weep not. I'm here. Because I'm here, things are going to change. Things are going to change. It doesn't matter how deep we are in trouble, pain, heartache. The lion will come to comfort us. The third thing I'd like to bring to our attention is, The lion has the power to prevail over the enemy the lion has the power to prevail over the enemy the elder said to John in verse 5 there is one that has prevailed there is one qualified to open the book of seven seals Uh, there is the lion of the tribe of Judah he has prevailed and the word prevail means to conquer to conquer In the animal world, the lion is called the king of the beast because of its strength. Our lion is the king over the beast. There is one coming. 
He is called the beast in the book of Revelation. But I want to remind us, there is one who is greater than the beast. His name is Jesus, the lion of the tribe of Judah. He is superior in strength. People say, aren't you afraid of the beast that's coming? I said, no, I'm not, because I'm not waiting for the beast to come. I'm waiting for my king, the lion of the tribe of Judah, to return. And I know he's greater. Proverbs 30, 30 tells us that because of a lion's strength, it will not turn down or back down. It reads, a lion, which is mighty among beasts, and does not turn away from any. Did you catch that? What's the scripture saying? The Lord is not afraid of any enemy. The Lord is not afraid of any challenge. He will not tuck tail and turn around and run away from an enemy or a challenge. He will stand his ground. Why? Because he knows that he is greater than whatever is before him. And I want to remind you of where he, Jesus, is. If you're a child of God, 1 John 4, 4 says, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That's why I can say, like Smith Wigglesworth used to say, I'm a thousand times bigger on the inside than what I am on the outside because the scripture says greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You are more than a conqueror because the lion of the tribe of Judah is with you and he has prevailed. I've heard this classic story. In fact, the last time I heard it, I believe was from my wife there was this lion who woke up one morning and he just felt great he just felt so good so good that he went out and he cornered a small monkey and roared at him who is the mightiest of all the jungle animals and this poor quaking little monkey replied you are of course no one is mightier than you A little while later, the lion confronts a deer and just bellows out. Who is the greatest and strongest of all the jungle animals? The deer is shaking so hard it can barely speak, but manages to stammer. Oh, great lion, you are by far the mightiest animal in the jungle. The lion, being on a roll, swaggered up to an elephant that was quietly munching on some weeds and roared at the top of his voice. Ah, who is the mightiest of all the animals in the jungle? Well, this elephant just grabs a lion with his trunk, picks him up, slams him down, picks him up again, twirls him around, shakes him until the lion is just a big blur of fur, and finally throws him violently into the trees. The lion staggers to his feet, looks up at the elephant and says, Man, just because you don't know the answer, you don't have to get so mad about it. (laughs) CWC Life Family, let there be no mistake. Let the answer ring out. The greatest, the mostest, the highest is Jesus. There's a reason why he's called King kings lord of lords because there's no one higher there's no one greater 
There's no one more powerful. There's no one that can do what Jesus has done and can do. We serve the lion of the tribe of Judah. And therefore, we need not fear the battle that we're in right now. Whatever you're dealing with, you don't have to fear. It's as good as not just done. It's as good as won. Because the lion that has prevailed says the battle is not yours. It belongs to me. And when I show up, you have the guarantee. Victory is yours. Let me give you one more scripture, Isaiah 31, 4 and 5. Isaiah 31, 4 and 5, for thus says the Lord, for thus the Lord has spoken to me. As a lion roars and a young lion over his prey, when a multitude of shepherds is summoned against him, he will not be afraid of their voice nor be disturbed by their noise. So the Lord of hosts will come down, notice, to fight for Mount Zion and for its hill. Like birds flying about, so will the Lord of hosts defend Jerusalem. Defending, he will also deliver it. Passing over, he will preserve it. The Lord has you covered. The Lord has you covered. And there is comfort through the lion. And the Lord has conquered every enemy. He conquered sin. He conquered self. He conquered sin. The Bible says, as I mentioned earlier, he was tempted in every way, yet without sin. He conquered self. Remember in the garden of Gethsemane, he said, Father, if it's at all possible, take this cup away from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. He conquered self. And then he conquered Satan on the cross. Colossians 2.15 tells us, and disarming principalities and powers. He made a show of them openly, triumphing over them at the cross. He conquered the enemy of our souls. I don't know what you're going through, but I know who can get you through it. The lion of the tribe of Judah. He's a lion of the tribe of of Judah. Do you know what Judah means? Yeah. It means praise. He's a lion of the tribe. Praise. He's a lion of the people of praise. I told you there's a lion in our midst. His name is Jesus. But we need to rouse him up so that he will pounce on our problem. We need to rouse him up so that he will spring forth into action. How can we do that? It's through our praise. Praise causes the lion of the tribe of Judah to spring into action. Praise causes the lion of the tribe of Judah to pounce on your enemy in your battlefield. So do not be silent this week. When you're in the midst of a battle, don't you keep quiet. Open up your mouth and begin to praise and begin to declare who your God is. Begin to declare who He is. And He will come inhabit. He will come and dwell in in the midst of your praises and he will demonstrate who he is the prevailing one the conquering one in the midst of your praises today I praise him because he is faithful to the end I've invited the PW crew to come and 
sing this song because it's powerful. Make this song your song. Make this song your song. It carries powerful truth. Yeah.